You are listening to GTFO, Get the Fad Out, a modern girl's guide to dieting. Welcome, welcome. In this episode, we are talking about all the ways that you self-sabotage and cause yourself to quit and you don't even realize it. We're going to go through a few and I know there'll be so many more um, and maybe it will spark a little light bulb for you to go, oh, I think I'm doing this in these other ways. Um, But these are just everyday, really simple, um, probably very unnoticeable things that we do or can't do day in and day out that cause us to inevitably give up and fail. Um, I think you'll find it interesting, but I, you know, again, some of it's probably a little bit of common sense that we just don't realize that we are the culprit. We are getting in our own way because as so many of our episodes have talked about, we really are the only ones in our own way uh, that hold us back from goals because the opportunity is available to everyone. The opportunity is here today. It'll be there tomorrow. If you wake up in the morning, you have another chance. Um, It's there. Um, It's all about what we do with it, what we do with the opportunity and the choices that we make, the reactions that we have, um, and how we spend our time doing those things. And we can absolutely lessen the resistance um, in the road to getting to our goals at any time we choose. We just have to be super self-aware. We have to pay attention and we have to get after it every single day, no matter what. So let's dive in. And hey, really quick, if you would do me a solid and leave a five-star rating review here on the podcast, or if you're feeling so kind, um, subscribe and donate less than $5 a month to help keep the podcast going. And then we donate a portion of all proceeds to child and human trafficking. So a great cause no matter what. And you continue to get daily, weekly motivation right here. And again, I'd love to continue to create more and more of these so we can just always have these going all through the week. um, So that helps me have the opportunity to do so. Thank you so much. So I like to think of it this way. Think about whenever you have started a diet or started to, hey, I want to you know, get it together. I want to chase this goal, whatever it is, body composition wise, and what usually gets in the way and start thinking about those things. And maybe there's several things for you. Um, one of the biggest things that I see, and it, it's so almost silly because um, it's so, it doesn't have, it's not necessary. Like you don't have to do this to yourself. Um, but I, there are pieces to it that can be tricky. So this is part of coaching and having someone help you through these processes. But um, it's, a, it's something that you could change and eliminate or minimize like today right away. And that is the hunger point of, um, of where you get in the process. Um, and we do this with several reasons or several ways. We kind of make this almost to the point where it becomes unbearable. Like if you're so hungry and so uncomfortable, at some point, um, you are going to wear down. That is just inevitable. You may make it for a period of time. You may make it for a a short period of time and then uh, binge or overindulge. And then, you know, you start that cycle again and you start over restricting and getting back, you know, um, you know where it normally leads. But, and there's several reasons or ways we can make ourselves so hungry to the point that it's just literally impossible to keep going. Um, and, and this is what I would consider getting in our own way. Um, and it's for one over restricting calories, obviously eating too little is not helpful. 
um, for lots of reasons and definitely in the long term, but even in the short term, um, going faster and going in a deeper deficit isn't necessarily going to equate to more weight loss or more weight loss in a hurry. So, you know, in other episodes, we've talked about the negative effects and impacts that that makes on your journey whenever you do that. And you're not going to like that. So, you know, you can go back and review some of those things. And I don't want to dive in too much now because that's not really the point. Um, But the point is you don't have to do that. You don't have to make it so miserable for yourself that you do that. Um, So... So not over-restricting, right? Number one, not over-restricting those calories. Like if you get set to like, for most people, just deducting a couple hundred calories a day is going to be suffice to get the ball rolling, to start lowering body fat, keeping your muscle mass while you're doing so, um, and that kind of thing. But what, what do we typically do? We are all or nothing people and we go, okay, well, if, you know, let's say my maintenance level is 2,000 calories, um, instead of going, okay, I'll, let me get to 1,800, let me start there. We want to go down to 1,200 or something like that to make it just, it, it's a, it's, it's a tragedy, really. Like it's just a train wreck for not just fat loss, but mentally, emotionally, um, it is just a nightmare for your body. So obviously as well, it's going to be a nightmare for everyone around you and your family. Um, it's just so unnecessary and it's never going to produce the results you want. So you just have to stop doing that. You have to let um, a little bit be okay. And you're going to find if you trust that process, um, it's not miserable and you can keep doing it for a really long period of time. And then all of a sudden you're making more progress, eating more than you ever were, than you were when you were over restricting because you couldn't make it that long, right? So that would be number one, but more so as well, um, or at least equally, is the protein factor. Again, we've talked about it a million times. When we fail to prioritize protein, um, it you're, you're allowing that hunger to come even more. So let's say you're over-restricting and you're not meeting your protein needs. I mean, yeah, that's a mountain you're never going to climb, ever. You will not be strong enough. It has nothing to do with willpower. Your body will fight for your survival and you will not win, okay? You will not win at all. And you're definitely not going to win it to the goal. So um, getting that macronutrient met or at least very close to is so crucial for you. It's going to make the day-to-day so much easier. Again, keeping your calories at a moderate or even a cautious deficit is wonderful. And then that's just that much more food you can fuel yourself with and still be losing weight, still be in a deficit. And then you get that protein level in and and at least close to what you can um, on a a day-to-day basis. Protein does not carry over. So if you got 150 grams one day, but you got 50 grams the next day, you know, and your, your goal is a hundred or whatever, that 50 grams not carrying over into today, right? Like you have to maintain that day to day. Your body needs it. It's an essential. Um, and it's not carrying over. You're not going to be able to balance those things out later. So getting those things in. So now you're eating more, you're losing weight at a faster speed because you're compliant to it and you're not hungry. What a wonderful world to live in and diet and reach goals. So those are two big in the the realm of hunger that I see being the biggest mountains for people and they neglect so much or overdo so much 
that they create something that's just inevitable. You're not going to be able to fight it. You'll just never win. Um, and so go back to some of our protein chats um, where I give ideas about better protein options and leaning those sources out so you can eat more of those things. Um, and of course, that's something we t talk about every single day in um, the Inner Circle group coaching program or even the one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we talk about these things, learn how to do them um, learn how to do them practically, easily, um, at home, quick options, on the go options, and may, even for the people that want to spend time cooking in the kitchen and such. Um, we have a ton of all of that there. We literally have something for everyone that fits everyone's preferences and personalities and all the things. So no matter if you're a beginner or a pro at this, um, it could still be tough to kind of, you know, you have to be reminded, like, I do need to get that protein in because it's only going to help me in every single way, uh, body composition wise, but also just from the day to day, making sure I'm staying compliant. So, um, you know, if you're going to make it a nightmare for yourself, then you can't really be upset that you, you know, go all in and then fail every single time you start. You have to really focus and remove some of those mountains because some of the mountains we put in front of us, like I said, we are putting in front of ourselves and they're so unnecessary and they can be eliminated today. So do not over restrict. Make sure you understand what an appropriate deficit is and MyFitnessPal is not the place to get that calculation. I love MyFitnessPal. It's great for keeping track of your you know, food. It's for the food diary purposes, uh, but it's not, I don't enjoy or appreciate their calculations on most things as far as what your deficit should be, what your calorie target should be and so you know, all of that. So um, definitely get with a coach you trust, hello, um, or whatnot, and you can set that up for yourself. But once again, finding your maintenance, what that is going to be, and then just getting into a cautious, maybe even a moderate um, is going to be the most suitable for most people. Reaching your protein goals, uh, figuring out what that is, and in your MyFitnessPal, once you log it all in and get your calorie target set and what you you know, what your percentage is wise to be on your macronutrients, you can go into your nutrients tab and it's wonderful. Not the pie chart, not the pie chart. Get the hell out of here with the pie chart. It is useless information. I hate it. Um, it's just a nightmare for people. It confuses them so much. Um, it's only giving you a percentage of what you've eaten so far out of the calories you've eaten so far, not of your total day. And so it really screws up a lot of people mentally. So hit the nutrients tab where it's going to put all your um, macronutrient percentages into grams so you can easily keep track and see how much you're consuming so far and maybe play around with it a little bit more or manipulate it through the day so that you can ensure you're getting that in from day to day. Okay, onward to another. Um, the whole exercise thing. Obviously, we need to ensure that we are using and have a regimen of exercise that is appropriate for our specific goal, our individual goal. Um, so we need to make sure that is correct. Um, but aside from that, going too hard and doing too much. Talked about it a lot as well in other podcasts. But particularly the reason for that or that we would want to be very careful, this is a balancing act. You're creating a deficit mainly through nutrition uh, with that you know, caloric intake. However, um, we tend so much to over-prioritize exercise like that's leading the, re the way and it's just not. It's simply just not. Your exercise can only complement your nutrition. That's, that's the only reason you're doing it. Um, and it's the only benefit as far as uh, dieting goes. I mean, obviously exercise for health and all of those things, heart health, 
You got it. Definitely. Um, and it needs to be implemented regularly, not just when you're dieting, not just when you're in a fat loss phase, but for life. Uh, you should be doing those things. But where it gets tricky is, um, you know, of course, there's that balancing act of like, okay, I overindulged here because I let my, I cut down my calories so much. I'm not meeting my protein or whatever factor it is. Um, maybe you overindulge for whatever reason and then you're using exercise to like counter that and it's never going to work. You'll never be able to do it like that. Um, but we have to create a, a good balance of not doing too much. And I know that sounds counter because you're like, well, the more I do, the better, right? Absolutely not. Now you're creating into the first topic that we talked about, more hunger, more depletion of the body. Your body is run down and it's going to crave energy to you know repair, to restore that energy, to fuel back up. And it ain't coming from grapes and apples and bananas, okay? Your body's gonna go, I need high calorie food right away and it's gonna want ultra processed foods, which are engineered to um, be eaten in massive quantities in a really short period of time. So it's gonna want those cupcakes, it's gonna want those cookies or that ice cream or all of your favorite foods like that that maybe you kinda have a little bit of a struggle with to keep in check, right, already. And then add that to the fact that you're over, you know, restricting other days. And again, maybe not meeting protein because of that. If you're over restricting, you can't meet your protein, obviously. Um, and, and then now you're overrunning your body in this way. Um, and there, there's no rest. There's no recovery. There's no uh, prioritization of, of fueling yourself so that you can perform the next day. Um, so often I see people running their body into the ground, whether it be weights or actual running or whatever the exercise is. And they're going so hard that again, the hunger's becoming a huge issue. They cannot fight it. And then they're so tired. So they have that level up of hunger uh, for your body to restore. But then you're so tired. You're so exhausted. You're so sore that it be makes the situation where the next day or the next few days it's extremely difficult to now get your workout in that you need to get in. The point of exercise is not to be sore. The point of exercise is not to be sweat as much as possible or any of these other things. The point of it is to be really efficient and good at it so that you can get in and out so that you can get back to your nutrition and your life, right? Um, so when you see people doing like two a days or you know, going to the gym multiple times a day or exercising multiple times a day or spending two hours there, there's something wrong. And you should not be following these people for advice anyway. Um, that, that is not a good concept really, generally speaking at all. Um, I think we get confused with bodybuilders, bikini competitors, and they're doing this as a competition for a very short period of time. They are athletes, okay? So there's going to be a lot of things that are taken from like people doing football, like athletes in that way, and then athletes over here, and we're picking and choosing little pieces. Oh, that must be it. They're working, they're working out twice a day. I must do that. It has nothing to do with it. But what you have to understand is those people have a certain regimen, and it's a sport, okay? So that's just because it's a sport does not mean it's a healthy way to live. And it's not how you should live. And it doesn't mean it's necessary to get to your goal. So remember, the point of exercise is to complement your nutrition, to build muscle, to maintain muscle, to keep you strong um, for, for health reasons, right? Um, it does have 
obviously a, a small benefit to burning calories, but your body's really efficient. It's going to uh, level out that. It's going to go, how do I preserve as much energy as possible? And pretty soon those exercises that are new to you or um, that you've been doing are your body's going to get so efficient, you're not going to be as burning like you think you are. So that's why we don't want to use exercise for fat loss. We use it to complement um, our nutrition while our nutrition leads us to fat loss. All right, and here we are again. Same thing, different day. Unrealistic expectations of timelines. Fat loss is extremely slow, extremely slow. And really, fat gain is slow as well. Um, you just usually don't realize how much more you're consuming to speed that process up. Um, and so we want to remember that the scale is not your best tool for that to gauge where your progress is. And we need to look at progress so that we can see where we're at, what we need to adjust. All of that is very good and useful information. However, anybody can take information and misuse it. So um, we see that every day, right? Like with the scale. And the scale is going to be the last to show. So you may have to put in four, six, eight weeks before that scale is going to show up. That's a long time to put your heart into something um, and then and, and have delayed gratification, right? That sucks. But it's just the way it is. That's just the truth of it. So I like my clients, of course, to use measurements. We always use measurements and pictures to determine the in-between because you need a little something as you go um, in the in-between process waiting for that scale to show up. But the unrealistic timelines and expectations come from society, becomes from wishful thinking, um, comes from just things you see, you know, like, like I've said a million times, when Trudy from the office, you know, is taking some supplement or whatever and promoting her weight loss journey and doing a specific regimen or whatever it is. And she lost 20 pounds in 20 minutes. And you're like, well, I want that too. And it's obviously working because she wouldn't lie. And that's the scale, right? Um, and we don't understand that the scale is going to read so many things. It's going to read water, medication, hormones, stress, loss of muscle, all those things. It is not just fat gain or fat loss. It's about a million things. And it's going to go up and down all of the time. And so let's say that four, six, eight week journey that you're on, you're going to see a lot of shit on the scale. It's going to go up all the time. It's going to go down all the time. Doesn't necessarily mean much in the short term. Scale weight is great for long-term trends to, to look at trends over long periods of time, like two, three months, not day to day and not over a four week period. Right? Um, so, I mean, it's the same concept of like, if you go out to eat, Okay, let's say you wake up on, uh, you've been doing really good all week, and um, you know the scale's 130. And then you go out to Olive Garden or whatever and have a really high calorie or just high sodium meal. Maybe even stay in you know, your targets and such. The next day, the scale's gonna pop up three or four pounds. Pretty normal, pretty normal thing. However, you go, oh no, I have ruined everything. I have gained four pounds overnight. And um, this creates that, oh my gosh, this scary like monster of a thing because your history says you, you don't do well on you know dieting, you always fail. And here it is, it's showing up again. And we have to understand that that fluctuation is always going to occur, whether you overeat or not. Because um, there's so many things that are going to affect the scale. So you really have to play the long game, really long game. And what you have to understand is no one is losing that much weight overnight and no one is gaining that much weight overnight um, of body fat, okay? 
And so you have to be okay and accept that that scale is going to flux all the time and keep pursuing it and keep trusting it. Because the suckiest thing about it, and this is what almost every newbie does or everybody that has yo-yo died in their whole life, will be on the right path the whole time. But because they do not understand the scale and have a poor relationship with it and refuse to acknowledge the tool that they're using and, and, and educate themselves on how to use it, um, they'll be making progress the whole time. But because those fluxes happen from day to day and so often, they go screw it and they let it all go because of that four pound gain of fat overnight. So they think and then they just retreat and they quit trying at all. Never mind. Never stopping to notice that the whole time they were in a deficit, they were lowering body fat. It just happened to be a flux day and they gave it all up before they even had the opportunity to see it fall back down the very next day or a few days later and then, and then see that whoosh of fat loss as they continue on. So don't screw yourself. Don't screw yourselves with ridiculous timelines and ridiculous expectations that just are reality. They're just not. Just because someone thinks they lost five pounds overnight doesn't mean they lost five pounds of body fat, right? And so we have to be really focused and really realistic and really understand and trust. And that's just the reason that there's coaches. That's why I have a job. Like, because it's just difficult and we can get in our own head a lot about a lot of things and we can create these mountains in front of us that it just inevitably leads to destruction every time. And when you have someone there along the way with you to help guide you, to hold your hand through it and be like, nah, girl, let's keep going because you're on the right path. Don't give up. You know, um, this explains this and this is why we're doing this and really helping you along. Um, that's the point of it, right? That's the point of my job. And if I do my job well um, and you are coachable, then you will get through this thing and become a pro in no time. And these things will not affect you. Like you will be able to, what I love seeing my clients growth in, like, of course I love seeing measurements and pictures and awesomeness in their little bikinis at the end of it, you know, and all those things. That's all beautiful and wonderful. However, my favorite thing is seeing them not flinch whenever it gets a little dicey. You know what I mean? Like every day when we're talking on my one-on-one, I always send out a morning motivational thing. We chat, we document, wait, whatever we're doing. And whenever I see them uh, transform from, you know, months or weeks ago, they were freaking out every day. And we had to have a calm down session every day to now they're going, nope, I'm onward. It's fine. I had a lot of sodium yesterday. I'm keeping trucking and I'm going to drink my water and go get my workout in and I'm going to enjoy the ride. You know, like that is amazing because I'm like, you're getting it. You're not only getting it, but you're living your best life right now because you're not concerned and getting all riled up about all these silly things. Um, you're removing the mountains in front of you and now you're picking up pace. Now you're seeing progress. Now that momentum's keeping you going. Now you understand. It's just so much more happier. You're just so much more joyful because you're in control and you know it. You realize that you're starting to understand it and you're seeing that strength from the inside. And of course, like I always say, that carries over into every other part of your life where you make decisions and do things and start taking chances and risk and enjoying things more because you're starting to get it, it's starting to click. And I love that. That's my favorite part. So let's review and recap so that you can get out of your own way and not make this any harder for yourself. Do not over restrict those calories. Find a nice, good balance, something you can keep up with because remember, you're going to have to progress on that later as you go. Your, your 
calories now are not going to be the same as you continue on. So we have to ensure that we go as slow as possible. Truly, really, it's only beneficial for you. Next in line, protein. Got to get it in every single day. We want to keep that hunger at bay. We want to make sure we're fueling ourselves because we have to keep going. We got to get these workouts in, right? We've got to keep going with everyday life. And dieting is a stressor all on its own to a life full of stressors, right? So we want to make sure we're consuming enough. And then when we're consuming enough, then we have a better chance of actually consuming enough protein to keep us satiated and moving ahead. And of course, you want all that beautiful muscle. You want to maintain it. You want to make sure that you're actually losing body fat, not just water and muscle. So it's just key and essential that you do that. And again, it's just going to make things so much more doable and easier because you're not just literally feeling like you're starving to death and your eyeballs are popping through your head backwards. So um, it'll just be happier for everyone, happy, happy times. And you're gonna love the way you feel by prioritizing those things. Now your workouts, remember, we're not about doing too much extra. Um, I always like to go, hey, let's eat as much as we can for as long as we can. And honestly, let's exercise as little as we can as well to reach the goal. And what I mean by that is no, yes, we need to prioritize like exercise is good for us and all those things. But at the end of the day, we don't need to be spending most of our lives in the gym. It's just not the way life's supposed to be. And it's not the way you need to do it in order to achieve the goal. And by Continuing to over and be aggressive with that behavior, you're creating hunger mountains, you're creating loss of recovery and so many more um, negative effects to your road and your body and health, honestly. Um, so you want to make sure you're finding a good balance of exercise. And if you like the suggestion, I say um, two to three times a week is where you should be at. Um, and if you're not there, that's okay. You progress up, start with one, start with walking. Start with that and then uh, move up to just some body weight exercise. And then maybe you'll move up after, you know, a month or two and do resistance training and whatnot. You can grow on those things and let that be progressive as well. Um, but you can start from whatever you're at. But eventually you should always be probably resistance training about three times a week. I say no less um, to have a nice, good, well-rounded regimen for the rest of your life. Um, that's going to benefit you, um, not just with weight loss, but just like health and life. Um, so remember that. And then lastly, of course, timelines and expectations. We need to understand the tools we're using, how to use them, and how to not let them affect us. Um, how to not let them derail our mental and emotional state every single morning when we hop on the scale and just don't understand things. Um, trust the process and keep going. Your, the scale is going to be the last thing to show up, and it may be weeks or months before you see that. So you need to be able to shift your mindset and focus, like collect the data, yeah, do whatever you need, but you need to be able to go back and um, get to your day knowing and understanding the ups and downs are all part of the process and you don't get to skip out on them just like I don't. So just remember, you can do this, but you're gonna have to lessen the resistance in the road ahead and you can do that by not adding more to the road that you're already on that's already kind of a difficult journey to manage with life and everything else that's going on. Um, and so you definitely don't want to be your own little monster there putting things in your own way um, that are inevitably leaving you, um, you know, to fail or throw in the towel or just skip out on your journey entirely. Stick with it. And just remember, if you need a helping hand, and we all do in all areas of life, reach out. 
always doing inner circles, always doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, even if it's just virtual personal training, 20-minute sessions, all of that. I have all of those services available, and I'm always here to even just chat. DM me, uh, visit www.fitnesswomenzy.com, or of course, always stay connected with me through um, social media on Facebook and Instagram. I'm always, again, there to at least give you, offer some advice, maybe some tips give you the right direction, and we can definitely, definitely anytime uh, find the perfect service for you. Take that with you today. Thanks for listening to GTFO. This is a podcast created by Fitness with Lindsay. You can contact me at www.fitnesswithlindsay.com. Thanks.